Hey everybody, it's me, Christopher Tompkins, your host of the Success to Go podcast. I know I was really overexcited there in that intro, uh, but hey, I'm glad you're listening because I have a wonderful guest today that I can't wait to introduce to you um, in a, just a few moments. If you are a first-time listener, welcome to our show. Uh, we are on demand for you with tons of shows that are going to help you take your business or your dream to the next level. What I wanted to do with the success to go podcast is I have spoken to so many people during my um, many years in business and they've all helped me just the little nuggets I've taken. I've taken from many different people from many different backgrounds has helped me get to where I am today. And I woke up one day and I was like, why the hell am I not sharing this? You know, this is good stuff. So I've come across a lot of wonderful people on my journey and I want to pull them in and ask them the same 10 questions so you can see how everybody reacts to the situations differently based on their background, based on what their um, business is like, based on their situation. So you can really help take your business and your own success, however personal and professional, to the next level. So if you like to listen to all those on-demand episodes, go to where you can find your podcast. So Stitcher, Overcast, iTunes, whatever. Just find it, listen, and um, obviously get back in touch. Let us know what you want. Throw some ratings on there. I really appreciate those. But um, today what I want to do is I want to welcome our guest, our featured guest today, um, who is the wonderful Courtney Nichols. Courtney, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're so welcome. I, I, I just want to, I wanted to um, give the listeners just a little bit of, back, um, bit of background about Courtney. Um, now the first thing I'm going to say is something I'm totally jealous of. Of course, um, she's took her first solo flight at age 10. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So obviously after that, she got hooked on traveling and has um, been traveling the world ever since she just, she decided to ditch the nine to five and build her own travel company. And now she is getting to plan extraordinary events and out of this world experiences for clients that are just as travel obsessed as she is. She's lived and explored all over the U.S. and Europe, but currently lives in Gainesville, Florida. Hello, another Florida person. With her <laughs> husband, who is a college basketball coach, and her fur-legged fur baby, Zoe. When she isn't boarding a plane or strolling the Caribbean, you can find her somewhere between college hoops, high tides, and happy hour. What, what? I'm with, I'm with that all day. <laughs> Courtney, this is so glad to have you. Um, you're, the um, One thing that we didn't mention was the um, title of your company, which is Travel Bash. Can you tell us a little bit more about what Travel Bash is? Yes. Travel Bash is a boutique traveling event company, and we're kind of a twist. So we're not your traditional travel agency or your full-service planning. We kind of mix the two. It started with friends. We're like, hey – Let's throw this big party in Jamaica or the Caribbean, and right. that's where the name Travel Bash. We're we're throwing a party somewhere. Let's go gotcha. grab everyone together. So, I love yeah. it. And if you want to learn more about um, of Courtney and um, her company Travel Bash, you can visit them online travel dash bash dot com. Travel dash bash dot com. <laughs> a little confusing when you say it. We got a dash bash up in here. Um, <laughs> travel line in the middle bash dot com. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, there we go. Um, and also, she's got tons. She has an actual page on her website with tons of freebies. So you got to go there, check it out. So let's just jump right into the interview, my dear. Okay. So first off, we're always talking about morning routines and how you start your day and how do you set yourself up for success. So, what's your routine, Courtney? Yes. So it's funny that you asked because I always hear 
and I'm talking to people that say the most successful people wake up early in the morning, and I am not one of those. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm barely rolling over. So I am a terrible morning person. My husband like throws stuff at me, you turn the music on, coffee, nothing really kind of wakes me up. Um, but when I do rise, I'm kind of just unwinding. I'm reading a little bit, trying to stay up on industry news. So that's where I'll check up with my travel weekly and find out what's going on in the world, travel right. alerts, that type of thing. So I'm just kind of reading, learning a little bit more about my industry, as well as running over to the Starbucks for a tall mocha <laughs> to get me going. <laughs> so that's kind of what gets me gets me going. Yeah, and I think that's a real big misconception too. I think you know, depending on the business that you have and how you run it and how you create your own future, as an entrepreneur, you do not need to wake up at six a.m. And I, I think you know, one of the a prime example of that is um, I can't remember how to say, Lori um, from Shark Tank is one of these oh, people. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. she. Um, I want to say it's. I always want to say Garnier, but it's not Garnier. It's not the hair stuff. So whatever, Lori from Shark Tank. We'll just go with that. But um, yeah, she said that she she stays up until twelve. Uh, she stays up till midnight or one o'clock in the morning, and she gets up at nine and ten in the morning and starts her stuff. And that's me. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm much more like when it's client focused projects. I'm the girl that's up at ten or eleven. Like yep. that's when I get the most work done mm -hmm. at nighttime. Like ten a.m. is my sweet spot for like meetings or anything like super important that I need to knock out. Um, two to four, I'm probably dead. <laughs> I got to hit a wall. But then around six or seven, all the way till 12 or one o'clock, I'm like getting it. I'm mm -hmm. like full force. Like, let's go. Second, second win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. And, and, you know, and it's, and it's just, it's, it's proof and concept, right? You are, you should be uh, doing the most important things when you're most effective. So it doesn't matter if it's eight o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night. It's when you can actually do it. And I think that's like I've read so many different business books, and I'm sure you have too, right? And, and or, or I went to seminars and speakers, and they're like, "Well, you must wake up, and you must have breakfast." And it's like, right. it's like, screw you, I'm gonna do whatever I want. You know, I can, I, I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm a big boy, big girl. I can, I can manage this. Um, so, okay, how about a tool? Is there any business tool that you can't live without? So I'm really crushing on Asana. So Asana is like my go-to okay. because I have a part-time digital guy. He lives in LA okay. and then my admin lives in the UK and then I have a girl in Canada. So like we can all get on there. I'm like, Hey, let's outline. This is what we have going on nice. this week. These are the projects, the due date. So like Asana is my baby. Asana and Google drive. Those are like my go-to. Mm. Yeah. Google drive is a big one. Asana I've, I've heard about. Um, and it's so, so it looks like a great, um, collaboration tool. Is it, does it have video as well? Video chat as well? Or is it just kind of like just project chat? It's more of that project management. It's kind of mm -hmm. like the Trillo. Like some people love yeah. Trillo. I love Asana type thing. Um, it kind of, it depends on how you like to organize if you're a list or like sticky note versus, um, let's see. The visual setup is a little different. So yeah. I'm like a list girl. So that's why I like Asana because mm. I'm like list, date, check off, and then somebody can get in there. And then you can go and look at the calendar. So that's why I love Asana. I will also say like more for communications, I use Slack. So Slack mm. is my go-to where I can just chat, 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 chat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so what's cool about Slack too is there's so many different plugins that you can use to kind of like enhance it and, and customize it to your own experience. Yes. Love. Yeah, my, 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 my problem is that um, I'll introduce it to my team and I'll come back and they'll have like 50 things downloaded. And I'm like, why the hell do you need that type of smiley for a freaking communication? We don't need those smileys. 
Yes, it can get a little out of control. Like, then you add all these channels and then people are plugging in. But yeah, I like, I live by Slack as well. Asana, of course, Google Drive, and then Slack for my communications. Those are my go-tos. All right, cool. Uh, you know, what, now you um, you have a lot of stuff going on. You have a lot of different people that, all over the world that you're working with. Uh, how do you what is how do you achieve like a work life balance? Oh my gosh, is that even possible? No. Nah. <laughs> um, I really try to make time. I prioritize really make time. So when I'm with my family, I'm with my family. Like my right. husband, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, is a college basketball coach. So time is something we don't really have yet my love language is quality time i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's kind of crazy so when he's home and i'm home like i just unwind i unplug or when i know that 10 or 11 o'clock like that kind of 9 10 11 o'clock i can knock some things out um and i know that with his job he's like film recruiting this and that so like i find little pockets of time where okay i can do this i have this kind of work i can pull this quote and then I'll take a break. I have to work out. Um, I'm I'm a former athlete, so like working out that kind of refuels me okay. as well. I'm like, okay, I got mm-hmm. a nice workout. Walk the dog. Um, kind of chill out a bit, and then go go back to it. But it's really all about kind of prioritizing mm-hmm. what's the most important thing. Because I know Rome was not built in a day, even though I tried to build build it. <laughs> so I have to <laughs> remind myself that everything yeah. that I do, like, what is the most important thing, or what can I get the biggest bang? for today like what are the three things i must achieve today for me to have a great day or to set me up for the week so mm-hmm. whether it's like two or three things that day or what are the overarching theme of the week mm-hmm. that i can knock out because there's a lot of different things that'll get thrown at you personally and professionally mm-hmm. so you have to learn how to say no prioritize and stay focused <laughs> I, just kind of like on a side note because of the nature of your business I'm sure your emails are like crazy. Like I'm sure that you get really super oh inundated. Gosh. How do you keep focused with that inflow? So my email sucks because mm-hmm. I really do like request. I mean, like people don't even understand how my email chain from somebody will text to send an email to, Ugh. you know, fill out a request on online that yeah. then comes to my email. So like I'll get multiple things at once. I really, um, I have an admin who is great and will work through some of that. Good. And if it's just general responses, she'll kind of respond. But then also with Asana, we'll tag everything to email. So, mm. you know, sometimes I don't even go to my email. I'll just go straight to Asana because I already know that Eric has plugged in something and gotcha. that's what I need to work on. Mm. So I might skim through, especially with now emailing your phone. It's like, oh, my gosh, I've got to respond to this. But I've just kind of programmed to where I'm not going to check my email every hour on the hour, every 15, 16, just because it comes through doesn't mean I have to respond. So mm-hmm. I've had to be very diligent about setting times of when I check email because now people think you're on the go that you're automatically going to respond. So like right. I have a time frame during this time to this time I respond during this time, to this time but I'm not going to do a full conversation back and forth for the whole day. Cause then I don't get anything done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Okay, we're, you're talking about like the three things that you uh, that you like to accomplish every single week. While we're talking about threes, do you have what were would have been the three keys to your own success? Do you think? I will say being disciplined, especially yeah. with my writing or creating content. Like you just have to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, even mm-hmm. if you don't think it, yep. no one is reading, no one's watching, and no one's lit, like the fact that you know that every day you do X, Y, and Z, it's kind of building those habits, creating that foundation. Yeah. Um, I think that's important. Also, 
I'm in, you have to think, I'm in the business of travel. It's good time. So I try to not take myself too seriously. Right. My husband says, like, I'm a control freak or, like, real. You know, so sometimes I have to step back and be like, I know this is a business. You know, I'm, this is a business. Like, this is, but, like, Courtney, you're not curing cancer. You're sending people on wonderful vacation. You know, this is fun. Right. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm in the business of fun. So not taking myself too seriously. Um, and, again, that kind of goes with the third one of being kind of overcritical of yourself because, you know, when you're starting out, you see where everyone else is, but you don't know what chapter of their business they're on. You know, that you're thinking like, man, they have a million follower, followers. I only have 200, but they've been at it for 10 years, and you just started 10 months ago. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so looking at yourself and thinking, if you're just staying diligent and you're being disciplined and doing the things that you need to do to create that strong foundation for your business, then you know it's going to work out and not to be overcritical or – you know, if someone doesn't like this, oh, my gosh, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, that site is ugly. You know, because when you're first starting, it feels like you want approval from others or of course. people to really like your idea yeah. or buy into it. Oh, absolutely. So, and I think it's a, yeah. that's a, it, it, you have to have a pretty thick skin when you, when you start your own business, you know, because the, there's a lot of people that, uh, this is one of the things I think a lot of people, and I'm sure you know, right? Um, people are going to hate on you because they're jealous of what you're doing. And yes. not because they, they're like, oh, well, your website's terrible and your emails are right. shit. Well, no, it, it's not that at all. It's, it has nothing to do about the quality. It's that they don't like that you are living a dream that you're creating for yourself. And Exactly. And I see, like, when I started out, that was one of the things that I had a hard time with because I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, I've spent so much time on this and I thought everyone was going to be really supportive. And it's kind of like, oh, it's just like, you know, if you if you ever like watched an interview with a celebrity, they like uh, or you see something in celebrity gossip news about like some weird relative reaching out to a celebrity and they're like, oh, I don't know who this right. guy is anymore. It's kind of <laughs> you, you start feeling like that way a little bit, not like a celebrity, but like you're like, oh, my God this person wants a job now. I don't even like you. And, and then right. are this, are people are, are people are offering up like advice and you're like, well, okay, I'm running a marketing agency and you're a doctor. Like I, I don't care. <laughs> it's not it's exactly. different. Um, so yeah, I think definitely uh, a thick skin. And something else you said, Courtney, it's really important is when someone has like 200,000 followers and you only have 200, yo, People buy followers. People right. people do things that are shady. I think you should be looking at like if, for example, if you have two hundred followers, and this is kind of like my business, but like if you get if you have two hundred followers and they are retweeting you, we're just talking Twitter here. They're re, they're retweeting you. They're t- conversing right. with you. They're DMing engaged. you. They're engaged, right? And what if they have two million? Yeah, nobody's saying anything. And it's funny because you can you can actually see it with a lot of accounts. If you go onto a Twitter account and it has like a really exorbitant number, and you, you immediately – what happened to me was my heart would sink. I'd be like, oh, man. Um, right. But then I would look down their, their feed and it was like, no one likes them. And then I and then I go into their, their – who's following them and it's like I can't even pronounce any of the names. And it's like, oh, I got you. It's like I can't pronounce your name and they're all porn stars. I got where these came from. <laughs> So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be so hard. It's hard when you're starting out because you're yeah. thinking, you know, that whole level of success. Who are you comparing to? How do you know you made it or how do you know you're doing a good job? And in today's society, you know, with the social media, with Twitter and Instagram and likes and follows nowadays, you kind of can get like, oh, man, you know, mm-hmm. what do I need to do to do this? So it's one of those things. Yeah. So, you know, um, this is a this is a more challenging question. I think, like, 
we're talking about three again. Um, do you have who are your three most trusted advisors, or who do you turn to when you need advice about right. your business? Okay, so like three. That is so hard. It is hard. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, just three. I will say my three most trusted advisors that I talk to about my business per se would be my admin Erica who lives in the UK and she kind of brings me we're a great combination because I'm the one that has all these ideas and I'm like hey we should do this and we should you know she kind of loves me like okay first Courtney let's focus on this and or she's like okay let's talk about the budget and I'm like no Erica we're gonna do this and or I don't like that you know I have all these things and she kind of it's like okay the level kind of sounding board that I need that's not saying no, 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 but let's think about this and like how will this affect this? Right. She's very process oriented, the HR background. Like, so she kind of, I was like, oh, okay. You know, she kind of levels me out. But then also, um, Violet, uh, my business coach, mm-hmm. um, she created Film City, it's Film Professionals, um, who lives in Miami. Oh, and wow. she is a great go to source. And then my girl, Amanda Abed. So she's like a, a money millennial finance coach and I mm-hmm. took her persuade the profit class Okay, and I actually did some private coaching on her and she is amazing. Like hands down, if I have anything, whether it's marketing or I need help with this copy or, you know, I need her to review something or sales object, like she, I can go to her and like, I don't even know how her mind works, but she comes through like we, we went through a webinar in like 15, 20 minutes. I had a whole webinar, you know, so I was like, this is what we do. So those are my three go-to, Amanda, Violet, and Erica. They are amazing. My husband's going to be like, why didn't you say me? (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if he was going to be in there. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, okay, so from your perspective, okay, I know a lot of people out there are – when you're starting your own business, people are looking for mentors, but then there's so many business right. coaches out there that are, I mean, we've seen them, right? That are just kind of like, you come over here to my side and uh, spend $16,000 <laughs> and then I will make you pay for the rest of your life and you'll be successful. I mean, what, what is the qualities of your advisor, your, the advisors that you go to and the coaches and, and the people that you've gone to that have really, that you really like? Is it because they, um, they kind of set you straight or they give you, they kind of decompartmentalize what your thought process is or what do you think is the most valuable thing? Um, It's about, for me, when I chose to work with them as well as anybody, it's all about comfort and personality. So, you know, not saying that certain business coaches aren't good, but they might not be the right fit for you, how they interact with you, how they get you to think or on your feet. Like, what I love about Violet is she, she, it's like she doesn't even do much. And like, she, just the question she's asking, like, why can I think of that on my own? But that's what she's there for. It's more of yeah. me. She's kind of supporting me and making me think about things. Or like, have you tried this type of thing? More of a brainstorm and not necessarily like, okay, this coach, we're paying a million dollars. She is not for that at all. You know, like, I'm mm-hmm. not for that. But I do believe that you get what you pay for as well. So mm-hmm. I'm not one of those advocates of where you need to go out and spend your whole life savings for a business coach that, I mean, probably is where you're at in business. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I do believe that a good business coach can put you a step ahead of the rest because what you don't know, you don't know. You know, mm-hmm. when you're starting out, there's a lot of things you don't know. And, yes, it's great to figure it out. But if you have someone who's been there or you see someone where you want to go that can at least 
more act as your guide, mm-hmm. then that's important. So I would say, again, personality is big for me because yeah, I can't yeah. be like real robotic stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I need to be able to have, to have a conversation with you, have a glass of, of wine or a drink, you know, yeah. like just mm-hmm. the comfort part. Um, but I would say with Erica, it is more about leveling me out. Like she mm-hmm. will challenge me about things that are like, Courtney, you know, this, this, and that. You know, it's almost like an argument, not an argument to where it's like, oh gosh, or are you not going to work for me anymore? Like, are we broken up as friends too? You know, like, but then it goes back down to her and it's like, cause it's like, I'll think this way. She's like, no, I think this way. It's so perfect. Like, I, I love that. It's, yeah. I've been blessed to be surrounded by good people and interact with people and meet people that are really, um, they really have your best interest. See, that's the thing with business coaches. When you're saying like they, some business coaches just want you to pay all this money, but you don't have any personal life. Do they really care about your well-being or your yeah. business thriving versus mm-hmm. putting their name out there and having you be on a video and referring them? Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things to have a – like, Violet does not coach anyone she doesn't have a personal connection to. That's mm-hmm. important. Like, Absolutely. what business coach does that? They're like, we'll do anybody. Like, you know, come here or spend the money. Mm-hmm. But she does not. So, I, I mean, I don't know if I really answered your question. You did. But, again, it came down. Okay, good. No, you, like, oh, no, no, no. Because no, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on the same page as you, Courtney. Like, I, I, I do I do, mark, I do uh, marketing consulting with clients as well. And one of the things I do is if I do not feel a connection to the client's product service or I don't feel the client has a connection to their own product or service, I won't take it. I won't. Yeah. I, I can't. I, well, because you can't help people like that. And, um, you know, I, I find that it's like through the the consulting that I'm doing, and, this, and business coaches do something very similar as well, but just for the overall situation, um, I, I, I'm like the accountability coach. I'm like the therapist. I'm the strategic partner. I'm the it's, – it, it's, a, it's a fun rule to be in, and I think that a lot of businesses can benefit from that. But I do think you have to find someone who's right for you. You don't have to – if someone has a title of a business coach, just think that – you could also be called a life coach, and, right. the, it, and I'll just I'll just leave it there. No 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 hate yeah. to any of those people out there no, that are life no. coaches, of course. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's these these are coaches. These are people that are supposed to be buddies, but they should have the knowledge to back it up. They should be able to, you know, substantiate um, what they can do for you up front. Uh, now, okay, let's talk. We're talking about success here. So, what makes you feel successful, Courtney? Like, when do you feel success? I would say when I get those pop-up emails, the ones that I am answering that say, <laughs> how did they ever travel? Like, how did I ever travel without you? You know, that mm. makes me feel good because that's what I set out to do. You know, I want to inspire people to do more, see more, like celebrate more through travel. And that that kind of goes with my course. So when someone says, hey, Courtney, I have a couple who is traveling out of the country in two weeks for the first time ever. Like, I'm I'm happy because... I mean, you're giving them something that they'll never be able to, you know, it's not clothes. It's not the tangible, like right. to experience life outside of the United States. You've never been, you're, mm-hmm. you know, in your forties. And I was able to be a part of that and kind of encourage them, motivate to take this trip of a lifetime. You know, that's success to me because that's what I got in the business to do, to help people travel the world, you know, throw these awesome events while you're at it, grab a friend, get your tribe. Let's mm-hmm. go. Uh, here's a question for you, Courtney. Like, if what's a, what's a what's a what's a what's a typical client look like to you in terms of what they what what you provide for them and what they choose to do? Like an example. 
Um, so I do focus on, I always say, couples, friends, and brides-to-be. So I mm-hmm. do a lot of kind of romance because I think that's where I am in life. In my 30s, I have a husband. Um, we're not, we don't have children besides Zoe, our four-legged baby. So mm-hmm. a lot of anniversaries, honeymoons, you know, engagement type of um, events. But then mm-hmm. also when I say with your friends, I'm still loving those girls' getaways. I mean, my husband, we throw him a birthday every other year to a different location outside of the united states so that's kind of again how travel best started so like a group of friends um but then my bride to be i was a destination bride so i'm a former destination bride myself okay want to help them so those are kind of that's kind of my target those brides to be the couples and friends and again it's not really college love you you kind of to travel you don't have to have a lot of money. So there's a misconception. Oh, gosh, in order to travel and see all this, you have to have a lot of money. No, that's not true. It's about priorities and values. Because if you if you don't shop and bring down the whole mall, then you probably can go on some trips. Mm-hmm. Or if you'd rather get that, you know, your hair done or something. So it comes down to value. However, I do work with clients that have disposable income. So they are going to be a little older, um, mm-hmm. out of college. But... I will say I, my grandmother loves to go on cruises. She's been on like 16 cruises. I don't really have too many grand-grands that I play this for. I do help grand-grands, but I don't have too many grand-grands. I think that kind of my appeal and marketing doesn't really um, appeal to the older crowd. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, old. I'm only 80. So <laughs> I didn't say old. But, um, again, the 30s and 40s mm-hmm. right. market would probably yeah be where I fit in. Um, my clients, what they would look like. And so if, if someone wanted to find you, they'd go to your web website, travel.com, sorry, bash.com, and they would just uh, just choose an experience, or how does that work? Yeah. So the way I have it set up, um, you depending on what you're looking for, I have a button. It's like, let's get started. So you'll go there and fill out the form, and then you'll schedule um, an appointment. So I have mm-hmm. a mini consultation, free mini consultation, and I'll learn more about you if you're trying to, you're interested in a honeymoon or like any a retreat or getaways. And then from there, I'll kind of, I customize everything. So there's no set package. It's not like, hey, Courtney, we want the this, this, and that. You tell me. That's kind of where the consultation comes in. You tell me what your goals are. What are some of the things you're looking for is there a specific country like um are you thinking more of a caribbean vacation or european or you want to go to thailand and then from there we'll we'll uh create a custom fit for you um put it in place and that's how i go about it okay. so usually yeah you go on the website you send me a note or schedule an appointment automatically and then from there that's how we go that's how we schedule. Nice. Okay. That's well, simple. again, just find her online and let's get this stuff started. Um, now, what's one thing that you've seen in other businesses that kind of hinders their success? Like anybody else that you've kind of like networked or you took classes with or your people that you've you've seen Ooh. fail? Like what, what, what have they you done? You just had to ask me this. So. Of course. Of <laughs> course. Did, yeah. I, I want to dig. I want to find out. <laughs> okay. So I have a few. So the first one is treating their business like a hobby. If you're treating your business like a hobby, other people are going to treat your business like a hobby. Like your business is your business, meaning you need to be legit. Get you a a bank account. You know, you still shouldn't be personal and swinging it and tell people, I'll here, you send this to me and I'll pay you later. No, 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 no. (laughs) That's where I see things go wrong. Um, But also with that, it kind of goes hand in hand with treating it like a hobby is you're not asking people what's your worth. Like 
it's still kind of that hobby. Like, oh, well, it kind of goes back to probably fear and money mindset of if I charge this much, then nobody will, you know, pay for my services or you're not being confident in yourself. When you're not confident in yourself, then other people feed off that and they know it as well. So not asking for what you are worth is important because if this is a business, you're in it to make money. We understand that it's not all about the money, but a business is to make money. So if you're not asking for what you're worth, you probably won't be in business that long. Or mm-hmm. people will go to other people, you know, because it's really not the money is why people are saying no to you. It's something else. You haven't shown them the value, which goes back to also not valuing your time. Mm-hmm. So when you, a lot of times I see people that they're already not being paid what they should be, but mm-hmm. then they're not valuing their time. So then when you come from corporate, you've got to think you're paying on the hourly or you have that salary. So regardless, if you come to work, you're nine to five, you're still going to get this type of check at the end of the week or every two weeks or however you get paid. Mm-hmm. But when you're in your business, not by yourself, like you're trading value for money, not time. Right. So that's a hard concept to get out of when you first get started. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, you know what? I agree because I, I've seen a lot of people, uh, they're like, yeah, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to start this company X. I'm like, oh, awesome. Okay, well, so what's your plan? Well, I'm going to go on a cruise for two weeks. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not where I would yeah. start. Like if you're trying to start a business, you know. No, I they think, want a sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, they want a sabbatical, right? And then that's, yeah. that's speaking to your point about it being a hobby. And it's kind of like, how's your business going? Yeah, you know, it's kind of good. But, you know, we're going <laughs> to go visit my parents in Los Angeles. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? That's right. That, that's a that's hobby. That's and that drives me crazy so bad. Um, because we've I, I've seen in the past. I work with clients. Oh my God, Courtney, somebody um, somebody I work with uh, in another company. Uh, they were had this big product launch, right? And they were just really, really excited about it. And they were like, Oh my God, this is gonna be so amazing. This is and it was right around the holidays. So uh, they were like, Okay, we're gonna get ready. It's gonna be a big Christmas push and blah blah blah. I'm like, Okay, perfect. Um, I said, well, let's schedule a call. And they're like, no, um, we can't do a call because we're in Thailand for the next month. We just really needed to recharge. Like, what? (laughs) You're going to Thailand? Like, you know, the internet's going to be terrible and you have to fill orders and you have to deal with Amazon and this, that, and the other. And Please don't treat your business as a hobby. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you know, don't quit your job. Stay in your job. Stay in your nine to five. Right. If you got and then do that freelance if you want to, um, which I've seen some people do really successfully freelance and then take it into a, their own business. But um, what do you think? Um, what what's one piece of advice that you think all businesses should really know? Like, what would you give to a person that's just starting out? I would tell them to get just get started. So that's the thing. Just get started because I got caught up in the logo and the name. And oh, the yeah. website has to be perfect. Like you don't need all the bells and whistles in the beginning. I know it's hard. And especially when you start comparing and looking at, again, the million Twitter followers and or you see somebody's new website that they spent $11,000 for. Just get started. You yeah. know, have a few things in place. You know, you don't have to offer a million services at first. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> just have one. What's your most viable product? Like, just get started. Don't worry about all the bells and whistles. Um, again, my husband always said, I guess he should be advisor since I've quoted him so much today. But he's always <laughs> talking about trusting the process. Yeah, trust the yeah. process. Because I'm one that, again, I guess it's my controller type A. Like, I want to know tomorrow and I want to project and I'm like, I want to get there. So, yep. not that I want to skip steps, but again, I'm trying to build Rome in a day. And I know that Rome wasn't built in a day, but I'm like, let me see if I can challenge that theory. Mm. And my husband's like, no, 
you have to trust the process and then enjoy the process because yep. you're going to learn something every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, 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 I agree with you 100%. I, I think that, you know, I, I've dealt with I've, – I've had other interviews where I've asked this question and a lot of people have said get started. It's a it, like just shut up and do it. And it, it's so true. I, 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 from a marketing standpoint, when people come to us for help, I'm always interested to learn more about their business. And I always find out that they are going back and forth on a logo for six to eight weeks, which yeah. then I can't start my website until that. I can't get my business started. I can't develop my products or services. I can't do anything until we have that logo because our whole entire business rides on that logo. <laughs> I'm like, holy hell, man. I should be charging like $50,000 for this logo. <laughs> this is your whole yeah. business. I mean, get, right. it's it's ridiculous. Like don't get hum, hung up on bots and for, f- fonts and formats. Get a web page. Focus it on one service that you can offer or even just put up an offer page. Just to collect right. some, collect some email Landing addresses. Page, interest, yeah. Yeah, just get something going. I mean, it's. I think people that are sleeping on their startups are. It just it drives me crazy because then what happens is they become dreams that aren't attainable anymore, and they don't have the money, and they have to go back. And that there's nothing worse than having to go backwards as the as opposed to going forward. Um, exactly. All right. Okay. How about any business book that you would recommend? Hmm, there's a lot, the good to great Jim Collins. Like, but yeah, I'm I like, that. okay, so I haven't finished it, but it's called Grit to Great. Okay. Um, Robin Cavell, Linda Kaplan. Um, I think, let me see. It's a national bestseller. It's how okay. perseverance, passion, and pluck take you from ordinary to extraordinary. Grit to great. So mm-hmm. I'm not all the way finished. I think I'm on page like 100 something. But it's a quick short read. Like you should be able to – I shouldn't say like you should be able to read it in a day because obviously I haven't read it in a day. But like <laughs> if you are a reader – no, but if you yeah. are a reader yeah. and it's something you knock out, like it's 143 pages. So like literally yeah, it's a short read, but it's good. Okay, definitely. Okay, grits are great. Grab that on Amazon, yeah. folks. Now, if there's yeah. if, hey, if there's one thing, one thing that you can change about your business, what would you do? What enhancement would you make? If you just were given any amount of money or any amount of leads or whatever, what would you want to change? I would probably, if I was given any amount of money, I would probably set up my own like little travel concierge in each little area. I know that would be like impossible because you like, would you have it in every city, state, country? But like the most popular places are in the Caribbean. I would have the own travel best, like personal travel concierge that could check on. So for instance, the one thing with me being, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I can plan, I can help you. I can even travel with you, especially for my destination weddings, like my group booking. Then sometimes I do go with, um, the group and or destination wedding, but then just say for my honeymoon couple, I don't necessarily need to go on your honeymoon, but I need to make sure that everything (laughs) is perfect for you. Mm -hmm. So if I had someone on the ground, not just like right now, I work with, um, I'm a business development manager and I have some go-to people that I work with other suppliers and, uh, DMC with destination management companies. And then I get to know people at the resort. So they know me like, Oh, it's Courtney, but there's there's something about it, it being you or someone on your team that when they got there, you know, just could do a little extra something. Um, I, I always do a little extra something. Or they get to the room and they see, you know, a bottle of wine and you're like, thank you. And yeah. But you want to just make sure that nothing can go wrong. So if I just had eyes and ears and everything in, you know, little locations that would make everyone's time perfect, then – I would love that. I know it's kind of like, how do you do that? Where do you get the money to do all that? But like, 
that's what I probably would change. You know, that's not really you're I'm in the business of travel. So, you know, things can go wrong. There's hurricanes. Oh my God, I mean, absolutely. flights are delayed, baggages are lost. But if I just had someone that when their flight was delayed and or they missed their flight, besides calling me and being historic, um, hysterical, even though I can talk them off the ledge and like everything, rebook them and get them going. If there was someone there that represented me, gotcha. that makes them feel much more comfortable. Don't, when you think like if something bad went wrong and then here comes Courtney pops up, oh my gosh, from the heavens, like mm-hmm. here she is. Thank you so much, Courtney. Let me tell you everything that went wrong, you know, and there's only mm-hmm. one of me. Right. So I need like little plants of me. <laughs> well, that would be great. I mean, that, that's that's definitely something that you never know what, what the future holds. But that definitely sounds. Right. I mean, especially in your industry, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, is there anything else that um, Courtney? I mean, you've been an awesome guest. I've really enjoyed our interview. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners um, about your company? About anything else that you have coming up that's exciting? Yes. Yeah, so I'm getting ready to launch our first annual travel bash girls getaway oh cool um look for details follow me uh on instagram or twitter it's at travel bash no hyphen or dash just travel bash all one word and um so you'll be getting information or you can see what's coming up i don't want to tell you like sneak peek of the destination but it's in 2019 um also launching uh any uh e-mini e-course for destination wedding brides. so i'll just throw that out there yeah so there's a few things that are coming down the pipe that I'm working on. Um, but yeah, if you check out my website or you follow me on those tra- like travel bash at Twitter or on Facebook or Pinterest, you know, all the social media these days, mm-hmm. you will find everything you need. Like, <laughs> well, guys, I make sure I post. guys and gals, you got to check her out. Um, Courtney, at travel bash. Uh, she knows what is going on with destination trips and group trips of all ages, so don't sleep on her. She really is passionate <laughs> about what she's doing. I know this firsthand. So um, I would trust her with my trip, so uh, you should trust her with yours. So check her out. Courtney, thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This was fun. All right, cool. Awesome. Um, well, thank you so much, guys and gals. Uh, this has been a, another episode of the Success to Go podcast with me, Christopher Tompkins. I am so happy to uh, have been able to speak with um, Courtney today. She's fantastic. Again, it's travel-dash.com if you want to learn more about Courtney. And I want you to follow follow her on all of her social media. So, like, do that after you listen to this show. And also, while you're here, rate the show. Give me some stars, folks. I want to know what you think about the show. And um, until next time, um, this has been Christopher Tompkins for the Success to Go podcast. <laughs>